Blog Talk Radio. Become friends with benefits. I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-691. 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise so she can greet you as well. Good evening, everyone. Thank you guys for <clears throat> Thank you guys for joining us tonight. We'll take a sip of water. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, we have an, an old friend on tonight with us, so we are looking forward to uh, having her come on and talking to her and getting all caught up tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. But we're looking forward to having her come on tonight and um, joining us in conversation. So just wanted to give a quick shout-out all of our listeners from last week, we want to thank you guys for checking us out uh, last week and the weeks before, and we are welcoming some of our new listeners from China and Singapore, uh, more specifically. We want to thank all of our new listeners who are joining us from Ghana. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us. But, of course, all over the world, here in the U.S., Canada, Brazil, you name it, Nigeria. For all of y'all, all of our fans that are listening to us from all over the world, we appreciate you guys so, so much. So thank you guys um, for joining us. That's exciting to have um, listeners from, um, you, said, you said China and where else? I said China, more specifically Singapore. China and Singapore, then, um, yeah. and also Nigeria. That's some of our new listeners from those areas, and so we just appreciate um, 
appreciate all those people because, of course, we, we would have listeners from um, all over West Africa, you know, for years. But to yeah. more specific them from Ghana has been great. Yeah. Well, tonight's guest, I believe I, let's see, how did it go down? I was on Twitter talking about, I believe it was Fame Expo. And I I think I mentioned something about if there was anyone who wanted to go and and I was giving away tickets or something. I'm not sure. I can't remember how it was, but Brandy responded and, um, and she wound up assisting us at that particular show. And we've been friends ever since. So I'm going to bring her on the line because she's here and we're excited to talk to her and to catch up with her and see what she's been up to. I've been following her for years on social media, so I've been paying attention to what she's been doing, but I want her to share with you guys. So welcome to the show, Ms. Brandeis Brockington, a.k.a. Hi. B. Michelle Beauty, for those of you. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm sorry to really cut you off. I'm so good. It is so amazing to hear both of your voices. I know. <laughs> it's so amazing to hear yours. <laughs> we are glad How to are have you? you here with us tonight. You made my day. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're great. We're great. It's about to be, well, I guess it is summer now. It's we're having summer. We're having summer heat over here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when you say summer heat, because when you say summer heat, like what's the temperature? Um, when I got in the car, it was 105. <laughs> oh yeah, that's summer heat. <laughs> yeah, that's summer heat. That is that's summer time for sure. <laughs> wow. 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 Well, I mean, and, yeah, it's summer. Cause it, summer was official. What was it? Was it this past? Was it today or last Sunday? I think it was last Sunday, but the heat was on delay. It definitely showed up this Sunday for sure. <laughs> yes, for it's sure, been sure. it's been really hot here in Atlanta for a while now. So mm, summer is finally catching up to Atlanta, but. Um, <clears throat> Nonetheless, we all just just gotta you know get through the heat as best as we know how, which means mm-hmm. stay out of it as much as possible. <laughs> right, crank that AC and drink lots of water for sure. Yep. Stay hydrated because it's hot. Absolutely. But um, absolutely, you're you're absolutely right. It was Fame Expo and it was on Twitter, and mm-hmm. um, I had already been stalking you guys on Twitter because then there was I think there was like <laughs> Facebook. It was like Facebook and Twitter. Like, I didn't have an iPhone yet, so I didn't have Instagram. That's back when Instagram was only for iPhone users. So it was Facebook and Twitter, right. and you said <laughs> you were giving away tickets. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to go. But when <laughs> we started talking, I was like, I don't want to just go for free. How can I, like, help you guys, you know? And um, that's what started it. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. a lot, a lot of the growth that I've had in my in myself and inside of my career to the opportunity that I had to intern for you guys, but really like serve your vision, you know, like I just honor you both. Like, I just want to say that before we jump into anything else, I really honor you both because I, there's still lessons that I learned from you back then. And over those those Mm -hmm. years that I was helping you that still, I still carry today, like being professional on set and, the how you talk to people and how you build relationships and just your professionalism and then on top of that the level of excellence you had with your product line and obviously your work like that was the first thing like oh my god I've seen probably every movie they worked on and I didn't even know and so (laughs) it was like it was such a like a crazy open door you know but it's Mm -hmm. it's so important to and I, I hope that people um people don't lose sight of that. You know, Instagram or TikTok or social media can make you famous so fast, famous, and I'm putting the quotations in the air. But serving Mm -hmm. someone else's vision 
build your character. And if your character is strong, that is what's going to maintain you in whatever career, but especially our field. Like you have to have a good character because that's how you get rehired. Absolutely. Wow. It's, Absolutely. That's how you, you know, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. I just, you, I just went off. No, no, I was going to say you, you've, you've said a lot. Um, and thank you for for sharing that and saying all of that. Um, some people just don't get it and just don't understand, but all the things that you just shared will go a long, long way, you know, in your life, your personal life, as well as your career. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's it's amazing, you know, just, just listening to that. I'm like, wow, like all the stuff that you were saying, like being professional on set and, and all the stuff you were saying, I'm just like, oh, my God, that's things that we tell people all the time. So I didn't mm-hmm. realize that, you know, that was something that you, you know, you picked up from us back then. But, yeah, we tell people that all the time. So, again, thank you for saying that on, on the show because it's so important for people to hear that. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not always about, you know, being a a success and growing. It's not, your focus shouldn't always be 100% on whatever it is that you do. I know that may sound crazy, but yes, of course you have to work at your craft. Of course you have to get better at your craft. But a lot of times how great of an artist you are is not what's going to keep you being hired all the time or keep you, you know, keep you in sure. those positions all the time. You know, That's true. it's really about your your character and the person that you, you know, that you are. And so I'm glad that you shared that because people, people really need to know that. You know, and like, so, because, because of the connection that I had, you know, for you guys would like send me to interview people and send me to shows and because, people already recognize your character. So then here I'm going in as your representative. I got to meet people like Eugenia Weston. When would I have ever met her? Like I got to meet like right. some I got to meet um Kevin James Bennett. I call him my makeup uncle. Like and a couple of times where he started like, <laughs> Oh hey, you know, like I love him. He's he's so crazy but in a good way. Like just the right. exposure that I got to people that in my head I'm like, Yeah, I wanna go there one day or just even being exposed to you guys like yeah I'd love to get to that place one day but you're right it's the building of you in the process of building your craft Mm -hmm. that's super important we can't we can't skip over that absolutely can so let's let's go back from the very very beginning um let's tell I want you to tell people you know where you're from and um where this desire to be and the beauty industry came from, and how you got your start. Okay, well, I grew up in Hawaii, so I was born and raised out there, and I was always getting in trouble for getting to my grandmother's makeup, messing with her hair stuff. <laughs> I mean, all the time I got in trouble for that. And then as I got a little older, I ended up being the one doing hair for everybody, you know, all the girls um, that were younger than me in my family, I would do their hair. And I, you know, I got in trouble for dyeing my hair green with Kool-Aid because my grandmother forbid red, but she didn't say no to green. So I thought, well, I can put green in here. So I would get in trouble. I was just obsessed with beauty <laughs> stuff like all the time, but I didn't think it was going to be a career. So I graduate high school and my grandmother says, you should go to beauty school. And I said, absolutely not. Because the hairstylist that I knew seemed miserable. And I was like, mm, I'm going to do my own thing. And like every 18-year-old, young adult, you think you know. Fast forward to about 2009. My grandmother had already passed. I was working in a hospital. It was a pretty good job. Um, I was an education major, so I had about a year left um, on that degree that I was working on. And I got very ill. Um, turned out I had a brain tumor. I had stage 4 cancer. Um and then when um, I had like a I had like a miraculous healing, like a friend of mine said, um, "Let me take you to my mom. Her mom, my mom's a Christian minister. Do you mind if they pray for you?" And I was like, "Sure, why not?" You know, um, because I had kind of been in this place. I have I had a young daughter. My daughter just graduated high school, but she was three at the time, and 
I was like, well, I want to be here to see her grow up, you know, and during this time. So anyway, my friend's mom, they pray for me. And I had had several MRIs in that process because they were tracking the growth of the tumor. I lost my vision. I lost a lot of weight. I'm real plus size, y'all, if y'all go look on my Instagram. But I was skinny, so people were like, girl, you look good. And I was like, thank you. I didn't tell anybody what was going on. But um, uh, they prayed for me. I went back to the doctor the very next day. I had another MRI, and the tumor was gone. And it took my body maybe like three weeks to kind of reacclimate. But in that time, it 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 shocked me because I didn't think I was worthy of that kind of miracle. And I was like, well, why would God do that for me? But it made me kind of like look in myself and thought, okay, if I died, let's say I had passed from cancer and people have passed from cancer, right? Would I have fulfilled what I wanted to do or what I thought I should be doing? And that answer was no. So I started kind of digging in myself like, well, what do I want to do and what do I like to do? And I want to be happy. You know, I had a good job, but I was like, do I want to work this job forever? Absolutely not. And so I went to my boss. He was the VP of nursing at this hospital. And I tell him, hey, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to beauty school. And he's like, you're doing what? I said, yeah, I'm just going to go to, I'm going to go to beauty school, you know, and um, I had some mentors that I talked to and they had like really big bug eyes, like, you're going to do what? I was like, yeah, I didn't tell my parents. Now I was fully grown adult, like 32, I think at the time, 31, 32. I didn't tell my parents because I knew they were going to lose it. Um, Enrolled myself in school, quit my job. And I just dove, I dove right in. Like I just said, okay, this is what I want to do. And I just dove into it because I really felt like if I'm going to have this second chance, um, then let's go for it. Let's, you know, I already had a natural bent for it, but I still did need training. And like you said, like perfecting your craft, I just dove in. So I was like so hungry for, and I'm still like that. I'm still like hungry for opportunities to learn, opportunities to grow, opportunities to help someone else like in this whole field, you know what I mean? Um, But that's, the, the how I really got into the industry, um, mm-hmm. and then Twitter was, like, popping. Twitter is still popping, but Twitter was super popping. So what I did was I went in my Twitter, and I followed. I would, like, start researching, like, makeup artists, makeup artists that were where I wanted to be, not necessarily, and this is nothing against influencers or bloggers because there's those, like, uh, like Candy Johnson, where she was actually a makeup artist and a hairstylist for set, and she switched over. Um, not the popular ones, no, no diss to them because they're good too, but because I knew I wanted to try to jump into film and television and print and commercial, I started researching like different artists to see who was going to follow back, to see who was going to chat with me, like any morsel I could get. Like I was trying to eat it up to figure out, okay, how do I do this and how does this work and how do I, how does this industry work? How do I get into it? You know, so that's, and then, then my daughter and I, well, she was what I decided, but I told her. I was like, oh, we're moving to California. And that was another big bug eyes for my family and everybody. Like, you're doing well. I was like, yeah, we leave next week. You know, I was like, <laughs> I didn't want anybody to talk me out of it. I was like, no, that I have to do is I have to figure this out, you know. So the the timing and the way things aligned for I hadn't been in California that long, and then yet I was able to connect. I was shocked. The very first time you guys called me, I was on the phone, I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I called him over the phone. I think I cried. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a story. I didn't I didn't know all of that about you. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, don't, I don't share that often, um, but I sometimes I just feel nudged, like, that people need to know that part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And everybody's mm-hmm. heart is different, but that you're not too old. You know, you, you could have a life-changing thing like I did that makes you say, wait a minute. Like I started, I was 31 when I started. I'm not 31 now. <laughs> 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 I'm not 31 now, but uh <laughs> could start wherever you are, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> You really can. It's really all about how, you know, how much you want it. And, um, you know, you just have to go for it regardless of how old you are. Nobody said you had to be a certain age to do anything, actually, you know. Right. So 
it's never too late to start. Um, that's a wonderful story. And again, like you said, we had no idea about that, but um, I'm glad that you were able to get in and and just just find your way. Like you were saying, you know, you just did these things. Um, you didn't want anybody to talk you out of it, so we're moving to California next week, <laughs> you know. And how long have you been in California? Um, with the exception of a small break because um, I had to go help take care of my grandfather, that was 2012 mm-hmm. when we moved to California, and then so 11 years, nine nine okay. years if I take out the... I had to go home and help with family for a little bit, and then I came. I came back. I was like, "Okay, you guys are good. I'm. I'm going back." So nine right. years in total. So nine. So nine years. So, mm-hmm. so you moved to California. When you get to California, what what happens? What did you do? How did you get started? Well, first it was you with you all. That was first, and they gave me so much exposure and so much education and training, um, and then okay, I so, just started. Go so ahead. that happened, like, so when, when we we um, chatted over Twitter, that you were just getting there? Mm-hmm. I was just getting there. I don't even think I had oh, wow. furniture yet. Like, we had our bedroom set up, but I did not have a couch yet. Like, I was super wow. new. Like, well, I got to buy a couch. Like, super new when I met you guys. Oh, wow. So I'm so learning a lot, Brandy. I thought you guys knew. It was, yeah, my no, connection was... to you both was so pivotal because it was like, okay, I'm out here. I don't know anyone that has tried to be in this industry. And then you guys were like mentors slash friends, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so I was learning from you all. And definitely it was just great to hear you talk about, I had a great day on set today. Today was a little interesting on set. You know, like, oh, I worked with this person, I worked with that person. But you were so humble about it. Like, yep, I've worked with, you've worked with so many celebrities and still like, yep, and now i got to do my next job. And I'm going to treat the next person just as well as I treated the person before. Like, literally, I've learned so much. So you guys were like my first, real like okay here I'm I'm assist, I was assisting y'all but it was digital but I was it was still really great and it just gave me a lot of clues like okay well let me so I just started reaching out to um I just started looking online for people that were doing a photo shoot or somebody that was doing a film or let me show up or um I had a few my my first magazine cover I was in LA but a girl in Hawaii called me and said, "Aren't where are you? Are you in Hawaii or in L.A.? And I said, I'm in L.A. She goes, good, I have a job for you. So a lot of my jobs mm-hmm. have just come word of mouth. And then I was able to do a whole magazine cover, and I'm in there like, now on the outside, I'm cool. But inside, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm doing a magazine cover. <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> now, the girl that did makeup, for that magazine cover, to this day, she still refers me to jobs all the time. We just did a, a Netflix movie um, a few weeks ago, and Kim Coles is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So they needed they needed a hairstylist that could do Kim's hair. Um, so i like, sure, yeah. And so the girl is telling me Kim, but she's not saying the last name. Yeah, Kim, you know, can you, I, you know, I think you'll be a good fit with Kim. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. I guess I'm like, hey, this is Kim Coles. Hey, Kim. Now, I also, I've done some other things in the middle, like I had a salon, but I had to close it during COVID because, you know, California, we couldn't have any services for a while. And it, would, it would open and close, open and close. You know, a lot of businesses kind of transitioned during COVID. Um, and then I went back on set full-time after COVID. But um, now Kim is one of my regular customers, like one of my regular clients. Like I do her hair. Um, I help her with her skin, like, and so it's just like this interesting trifecta of referrals, character on set, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. She didn't just call me because, oh, you can do Kim Cold Hair. No, she was like, I've worked with you a bunch of times. It's always mm-hmm. been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So Absolutely. that girl has brought me on a couple of movies, actually. Um, that's, oh, go ahead. I think that's I think that's important for people to hear because, you know, like I always have people when they don't understand the business, they always ask me. So, like, how does it work? How do how do you get your jobs? Do does somebody call you? Do you do you do you, is the job listed somewhere? And you know, and a lot of times I, I tell them it's most of the time it's somebody's calling me, and you know, you know they they want to interview me. They found out my name somehow. You know, maybe a producer or another director mm-hmm. or a hair person referred. But that's so mm-hmm. important for people to know that you know having a great character goes a long way. Treating people right goes a long way. You know, learning, knowing how to speak to people and talk to people, that goes a long way because people remember the good. And when they mm-hmm. remember the good things about you, they're going to always want to work with you. They're going to always want to refer you. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's how you're going to continuously get your jobs with, without you having to look for it. It's going to always come to you. Because it's there's true. somebody and, out there that actually likes you. Mhm. It's really a blessing. And, like, um, um, one thing that I I think it's just as my mom. So I think that when I have, like, let's say I have a, a my handful of people that I'm responsible for their hair, I'm not just brushing their hair. I'm like, do you need something to drink? Are you tired? Do you need a few more minutes? Did you eat? Like, it's actually checking on the whole person. Uh, you know, because I have a spa and a salon background, like I've given people foot massages on set. I'm like, okay, you're tired. You need a foot massage. I can do that. You know, it's like what's inside of my capacity to do for this person because I'm, I'm serving this person or this crew or this set for right now. And that might be the Mm -hmm. only, the 10 minutes I'm doing a touch up in their chair and they got some water and they got to breathe for a couple of minutes. That might've been their only break. That might've been their only refresher in that time. I'm like being aware that, yeah, this is the actor or this is the talent, but that's a whole person, you know, they got kids at home or they have other things going on and they're putting all those things on hold like we all do when we come to work and we're just bringing our talent. But that's one thing I learned too, like just take care of people. Don't don't be so quick to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the star. No, you're the help. <laughs> Where the hell? You guys said that to me a long time ago, and it made me laugh. But every once in a while, I'll say it to myself, and I just laugh. Like, I'm the help. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah, that made me laugh. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about what you do. I mean, I know – I know that that you're doing hair on these sets, but let's talk a little bit about about what you do in the beauty industry. Okay, so um, I do a little bit of makeup, but trust me, if someone offers me a makeup job, I will pass it to my other makeup artist instead. Um, Mm -hmm. um, I know my lane. I can. I do a lot of men's grooming, which is interesting. I didn't expect to get into that. I've been on a web series since October, and I'm the makeup artist to the lead who's a man. So that's funny to me. I'm like, okay, I never thought I'd be doing that. But um, I also do nails. So I've done um, nails on set for, I did it for Breeze, uh, Nike, and Jack in the Box in the last, not quite a year yet. So in the last year, I've done those three. Um, and I I cut and color and style hair and wigs um, f- mainly. And then that styling's for set, commercial print, whatever they need. All all textures also. Nice. Now, so you you moved from Hawaii. You met us. Um, and then you you uh, got this cover shoot. So were things just happening one after the other, or was there a time where things kind of slowed down and then you were one, left wondering, like, okay, what do I do now? Yes. They, I remember when things did slow a bit, and I was like, I had to just keep 
um, really keep trusting God. Like, I know that's why I came. And so I, you know, I had to just keep pushing and not get discouraged because sometimes this industry is feast or famine. Like, you could get booked back to back to back to back to back and then not have anything for a while. So you got to really know how to budget your money. Um, but in one of those times, um, I got approached by a, a really popular hair brand. I don't want to say the brand, but if you go snoop on my Instagram, you'll see it on there. And they were looking for an intern on their social media. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So I interned on their social media for six months, and then they hired me as their social media manager. And I was with them for like five years. So I was able, and that was a remote position before COVID. So I was able to have a full-time job, work remote, and then on my days off from there, I was able to jump on different sets and different jobs. But it was more just staying focused. Um, And it was funny because there were times where I'm like, you know what, maybe I would get discouraged. Maybe I'll just go get a traditional job. You know, I have all this other experience, you know. And, of course, I would apply. Nobody would call me back. Why? Because stay on the path you're supposed to be on. Um, I would be naive to expect it to be easy all Mm -hmm. the time. And that's also something that really builds you because you have to know you have to know that you're called to this almost. I'm not trying to sound mm-hmm. like hyper deep, but you have to, whatever it is that you do, you have to know that you're called to it. And then that's kind of what grounds you like, okay. Or you have a bad day on set. Okay. That today. Wow. That was a little rough today. Okay. I'm not going to quit because this is what I'm going to do. But there are days where you're like, I'm not sure what am I going to do, but the provision would always just keep coming. Even when it looked like, uh, maybe this is running out or why does this look like this is slowing down? I remember I had like a, a slow period and um, one of the um, older ladies that I know stopped me, she said, how are you? And I said, you know, I'm a little frustrated. It's slow. And she told me, enjoy it because mm. when it picks back up, it will not be slow anymore. She said, you need to enjoy it now. And I was like, oh, here I was wasting time stressing, like, oh, but my bank account, it looks like this. And, you know, that person posted their third job, and I haven't had it. I started getting distracted. And I said, you know what, Mm -hmm. let me relax. Let me actually enjoy this time. And then the web series opened, and then other things opened. And then, you know, so it's like you just have to – it's almost like a – it's, you're like an oxymoron because you have to be very disciplined, but you also have to be able to be flexible and go with the flow at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or you'll yep. go mad. Absolutely. So you you mentioned you mentioned um, um, closing your salon because of COVID. Mm-hmm. When COVID, when everything shut down because of COVID. What what were you doing? Were were you doing anything for money, or you were just just waiting it out? I was still working my remote job, which was social media the, manager. So it was almost like a, okay. Mm-hmm, which I was like, well, social media didn't close, so I still had <laughs> that. You know, I mean, that didn't close. It actually, got busier because everybody was at home. We're like, oh, there was a time right. I would answer like a thousand DMs a day. I was like, oh my. Gosh, y'all need to go back to work. They need to open outside. But um, <laughs> I I just had that, you know, and um, I remember just being, it was right after we reopened that I had to close the salon because the people that owned the building that I was leasing sold the building. And oh, they wow. gave us, like, a week's notice. They were supposed to give 30 days. They didn't. You know, I was so upset. I was like, uh, you guys didn't give me notice. And I just calmed, I just calmed myself. I said, okay, something else is going to open. And I promise you my phone rang that same day and a friend of mine, um, they were shooting a film and they had asked me a few months before, oh, do you want to do hair? And I said, no, I'm too busy. Cause I was, I had the salon, I had the social media. I was like, no, there's no way I can squeeze in like being on set at all. The day I got the notice saying, you know, we'd like, uh, you know, there was some communication issue. It was fine. Um, we want everybody out in a week. Um, I got a call saying, can you come and be 
key hair on this film. And I was like, uh, yes. Like, it just, <laughs> it was crazy, you know. Like, every time I turn around, right when I when I think, it looks like, okay, am I going down? I just, I like, God wouldn't allow it. Right. Right. Now, you mentioned, um, so Rose, your daughter, just graduated high school. Congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. But your earlier days in Los Angeles, Rose was a lot younger and mm-hmm. school age. How did you mm-hmm. balance you know, her with school and then you trying to, to, you know, get a career started for yourself? Well, the first year or two that we were here, um, well, I started to homeschool her once we moved to California. And um, we were in a really nice neighborhood, but I didn't like the school. It was supposed to be an award-winning district. I, I just didn't like the school. I panicked, like, oh, how am I going to work my career and, you know, take care of her? Um, again, Twitter. I saw Erica Campbell tweeted, like, a thank you to the nanny service she used. I kid you not. I called the service. And I was like, listen, I'm not Erica Campbell, but what are your rates? I end up talking to the owner. She gives me this deal which was like 20 bucks an hour, and she would send me um, one of their nannies to babysit when I went to set. And her name was Vanessa. I don't even know if I'm still following her. I will, not, never, I will never forget this lady. Her name was Vanessa. She was young. She was like a teacher before. She decided to be a nanny, and she would come and sit with Rose. And then as Rose got a little bit older, sometimes the producers, I know this is, this is a faux pas, but sometimes they would say, yeah, bring her to set, because she was quiet. She would just sit in the corner somewhere, mm-hmm. and she would do her work, and I was able to bring her. Like, it would just always seem to align, you know, because, of course, that's right. probably why my parents were like, yeah, you're a single. I'm, I'm a single parent, by the way. I don't label myself. I don't wear those labels, but, I, you know, it is what it is for intents and purposes. So they're like, uh, you're a single parent, and you're going to move to California, and you don't know what you're going to do, and, you know. And I would just, um, as she got a little bit older, you know, like around 12, okay, you can stay home. I cooked for you. This is what you do. We're communicating constantly through phone. Um, She would have friends. She could go to their parents' house. Like, it just, it always, like, I wouldn't let anything be an excuse. Like, I would figure it out. Nice. You know, and I asked that question because I know that there's a lot of, single parents trying to make it in the beauty industry. You know, mm-hmm. some people have their family living in the same town with them. You know, maybe they could be with family, you know, but you, you came to California with no family. Yep. No um, family. Just us. And I, and I know that there's a lot of people that live in other parts of the country, but are considering like moving to Los Angeles to work in the business. And they may have, they may be single parents as well. So I just wanted to kind of address that so people could could, could hear. Um, so I would say as, Angeles, a, as, a, as a single parent, mm-hmm. like, have a plan. Like, you might have to work a regular job and work on set. You might have to mm-hmm. save some money. You might have to, like, think it out and, like, plan it out. Um, but don't be afraid to take the step. Right. And that's that's so good that you said that because I think, you know, so many people want to be in the business so badly that they just want to do it, you know, and just go all mm-hmm. in. But right, plan it out because it's it's a tough business and you're mm-hmm. not always on set for eight hours and that's it. You know, it, it could be 18, it could be 15, right. you know, 17. So, you know, you have to think about those hours after your child comes home from school and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you have to plan it out, and I think that's great advice, just kind of keeping a regular job for a while and just doing what you can on set, you know, from time to time. Mm-hmm. It'll always be there, you know what I mean? Right. This, this industry is not going anywhere. And so until you're able to save money and maybe be able to afford um, someone to look after your child or your child gets older and can look after themselves, you know, after school for a couple of hours. And, you know, I think that's the mm-hmm. best route to go. That's great advice. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, that's awesome. Um, yeah, don't. Okay. No, no, Sorry, go ahead. no, no, no. No, I was going to say, I know we, I know we skipped around 
like I know the story a little, but some of the listeners don't. Can you tell me when you when you moved back to Hawaii for the short period of time, um, did you did you decide to work while you were there in beauty, or did you you save that to when you got back to California? How did that all go down? Well, what I did was the 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 wonderful thing about this industry, if you're doing hair, nails, beauty, anything, you can translate that skill anywhere. So, yeah, you can do hair on set. And when I went back to Hawaii, I was like, I wasn't expecting to go back. You know, a lot of things ended up happening. When I got there, I realized that my grandfather um, needed, like, and he's very independent, so he sounded like he was okay over the phone, but he needed, like, people to drive him. He needed somebody to take him to his appointments, you know. He needed a lot of care. Um, And so I just switched gears. I was like, okay, well, I'm licensed as a cosmetologist. I'm going to go work in the salon. But what was funny was that with all my experience under my belt, I had to be an assistant. And I was like, "Ah." I went to this salon. I killed the test. And this was the top salon at the time. And they said, okay, great. You can start as an assistant. I said, as a who? (laughs) But you know what? I just humbled myself. Fine. I'll assist. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, because that's where I wanted to be. So I said, well, okay, I'm going to come to serve this vision too then. So I started doing hair, and I started assisting there. This was at an Aveda salon. Um, the Aveda Corporation had a rep there that lived in Honolulu that came and visited the shop one day, and she pulled me to the side, and she said, you know, we're looking for a key artist, somebody who can go to all of our events, do hair, demo the products, um, it paid really well. It was in it, the position would have been in Waikiki, and I would have, I had I had a translator because there's a lot of Japanese tourists that come, um, and she offered it to me, the assistant. Like she didn't ask any of the seasoned people that had been there. She offered it to me, so it ended, it just kept morphing into something else. That job was so much fun. Um, it just kept morphing. But if I what if I had been too proud to take the assistant position or what if I had been too set in my ways and that goes back to being flexible into mm-hmm. how can I take this beauty industry and translate it to what I need right now? Um, so right. that I did, I did that. Um, and then I also I ended up leaving that particular salon. I ended up at another salon that had three locations and they, I ended up, okay, so I started at the bottom, you know, salons will do like a, commission scale so you start at the bottom mm-hmm. and then if they like your work you work your way to the top now this particular one had three locations i ended up being the top tier at all three i mean your girl was tired but wow um i just was like okay where's the opportunity like i'm gonna keep looking you know and they it just kept opening so i ended up doing hair like a lot and all that did was just really sharpen Again, my craft. So here I had another chance to sharpen my craft. And, like, I'm a colorist. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, um, it picked up my speed because I was at this very busy salon. And they're like, ah, oh, you're slow. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, you're too slow because on set you have a time, but you also don't have somebody waiting for you. I might have my three people I got to work on. And my call time is way before anything starts, so you can just budget out your call time. But when you're in a shop, it's like, bam, 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 bam. All that did was when I did come back to California and I came back on set, then I was faster. But I just stayed in beauty. It was just like this thing like pulling on my heart like, ah, I would cry sometimes like, I don't want to do anything else. I will, but I don't want to. So, God, you can just open more beauty doors. I'll do all the beauty things because it was just, it's so fulfilling (laughs) for me. Nice. Nice. What kind of advice would you give um, to, you know, hairstylists, nail techs, makeup artists who want to start in the industry, but, you know, they're talented at what they do, but they just don't know where to start? What would you say to them? One of the easiest ways for them to start would honestly find someone who is uh, successful and, and be their assistant. Hmm. What can happen is this, like uh, Chris, is his name Chris Appleton? He like mm-hmm. does J Lo's hair. 
because I worked with that hair company, I also got to meet a lot of these famous hairstylists like Tracy Cunningham and um, who's the one that does her her line is Way. What is her name? Jen Atkin and Chris uh, Appleton. Um, mm-hmm. He was always looking for assistance all the time. So that's the easy way to get in because what happens if you're teachable and you're flexible and you really can humble yourself and it's really about serving, but, you know, if you can humble yourself and work somebody else's vision, if Chris can't make the job, he might send you. Right. And so I've seen a lot of stylists that come here and they find somebody that's doing what they want to do on a higher level and they just assist them, and then they can start building their own career. Like, that's that's a quick way to me. Like, that's the humble yourself way, but that's a quick way. And another way now, you know, with social media, you can um, – I've gotten jobs off of social media. Who did I do? Uh, Jay Bolin. You guys know Jay Bolin, the stylist? Um, he yeah. was doing a photo shoot out here. And his team found me on Instagram and asked me to come and do hair for a shoot he was doing. So having a social media presence is another way. But um, for me, I'm like, go old school. Hit those people on social media. Hey, are you looking for an assistant? Go look for their website and go look for their contact information because they may not see the DM. Email them. Call them. Do they have a physical location? Go to the physical location and then just offer your service. If you ever need an assistant, I'd love to be considered. Leave your information and just go. Like that's, to me, that's the fast forward way to get to where you want to go because you can just walk. It's like you're walking behind them so you Mm -hmm. can skip over mistakes that they've made. Um. And you're, they can, you can watch them and learn and walk into where they are or maybe where you're supposed to be. Nice. That's, that's nice. one way for sure. And what about artists who are trying to, you know, further their career and they feel like they need, they want to move to Los Angeles? Um, what kind of advice would you give someone who just says, look, I, I think I need to go to L.A., let me pack it all up and move. What would you say to them? Um, I would say, again, back to the social media piece, like start making connections before you come. And then it goes back to when we were talking about parents, um, have a plan B. Um, you might be the celebrity artist in your account, um, but you may not be the celebrity artist here yet. So uh, don't be afraid to maybe – Humble yourself for a little bit because your gift makes room for you. So if you truly are supposed to be here, things will open if you make the right connections and you just plan a little bit. Right. You can say that one more time. Your gift makes room for you. People (laughs) have to really understand. Yeah, they have to know that and understand it. Um, And, you know, and, and you have to believe that. And you also have to believe that what's for you is for you to never give up on your dream. Like you said earlier, um, you have to know that you were called to this. And if you believed you were called to something, just keep working at it. Just mm-hmm. keep working at it. You don't have to, you don't have to be concerned about what other people are doing you don't have to try to beat people at what, what they're doing and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, wearing yourself out. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you, can, you just stay on your path, do what you were called to do, and things work out in time. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's very true. Like, you have to stay on your path. There are people that will just like you, and so they'll start asking for you. There are people that will seek you out, like, this is something I learned early when I worked in the hair salon, my first hair mm-hmm. salon that I worked in, that um, my only competition is me, and it's me honing my craft and building my character. And yeah. then um, in any city, like, 
Honolulu has a million people, and I don't know how many million people, millions of people live in uh, Los Angeles, but I started in Honolulu, and so I used to say to myself, there are a million people here. I am not fighting anybody in this salon that I work with for a haircut. There are a million people here. There's somebody who's going to want me. Right. You know, there. I have celebs. I have some celeb clients, and I don't. My daughter's always like, yeah, you should tell me we were in celebrity hairstylist. And I'm like, no, why? <laughs> because some of them are like, just can you come to my house and do my hair? And at that time, they're just Jan or they're just Bob. They're just that person, and I'm just doing their hair, and we're laughing and eating some chips and doing some hair, and then I'm going home. You know, so, like, those people like me. I, there was something mm-hmm. in me that speaks to something in them, and that's my client right now, you know? And somebody else mm-hmm. will have someone else because there's enough, there is really enough work to go around. You don't have to climb all over people. You don't have to do that. Your gift literally will make room for It literally, it, the whole phrase is it makes room for you and it puts you before great men or kings. Absolutely. Which translation. So it's, it's going to open <laughs> the door for you. But is your character, can your character support you when it opens the door? Is the door going to open and, and now you're combative and you're trifling and you're messing with somebody else's kit and you're messy and you're late and you're arguing with the producer and what's your character doing? So mm, it can get right. you in the door, but it's your character that's going to sustain you. It's it's really, I really thank God, like it's the grace of God that this hair, this this makeup artist that constantly calls me for jobs, She's an interesting lady. Like, she's very eccentric and quirky. And I'm like, I don't know why she likes me. But she calls me all the time. All the time. Oh, I have this because she's a makeup artist. And she's like, oh, I can do a little bit of hair, but you do more hair than me. And I'm like, I'm the opposite. I can do a little bit of makeup. But so if I have a makeup thing, I'm like, I refer her all the time for stuff. One time we both ended up on the same thing. We hadn't referred each other. And we laughed like, hey, we're together. You know, so... But what if I had looked at her and was like kind of eccentric? I don't know about that. I was skipping over my blessings. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, tell us about some of the changes that you've noticed in the industry since when you first started to now. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know if it's I've noticed changes or more so I've grown up, if I want to use it, if I want to say it like that. Um, I think when I first started, I was so sensitive. <laughs> like every little thing, I'll be like, oh, I messed up. Oh. Um, what I've noticed now, and especially with um, going back on set after COVID, you you just felt like this sense of um, everybody's just grateful to be at work. Everybody's mm-hmm. just happy, like, okay, we're working again. We're out here, you know. Um Something that's changed from when I started to now. Hmm. And just, you know, and changes in the industry. Oh, the industry. Yeah, I feel like um, there's not, stars don't have the longevity they used to have. Uh, That's interesting to me. Like, okay, this year it's this actress, and then you don't hear about her anymore. Or next year it's this actor, and then he fades away, you know, like, I felt like when I was growing up, I would see the same directors, the same actors all the time. And I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, another thing that I I like that I see is that there's more opportunities for more indie films, more self-produced pro, um, projects. I'm seeing a lot of more of those, and I think that's really good. Um, mm-hmm. I like that I'm seeing more of a diversity in storytelling, um, especially amongst people of color. I love seeing that. I love seeing different kinds of stories being told. And, like, the narrative doesn't have to be the same all the time. Um, That's one thing that I like and that I'm noticing that's changing. Nice. Nice. And so now I remember, I just wanted to mention mention her on on this show, but I remember when we met you, Rose was a little young actress. Mhm. 
how is she? Yes. How is what's going on with her now? Now that she's graduated from high school, is she still acting? Um, is that still an interest for her? Well, she she just graduated a year early, um, and I I'm awesome. actually doing. I'm actually on the phone with you guys. I'm at UCLA. <laughs> she <laughs> got into. <laughs> so I was like, I found some lounge room, and I was like, uh, I just dropped my daughter off to her dorm. Can I sit in here? And they're like, go for it. Um, she. Uh, now is into heavy, heavy into filmmaking. So she got into a summer filmmaking program at UCLA. Um, she wants to nice. be a director. Um, she's really excited about um, directing, uh, screen writing, you know, mm-hmm. and all that side of it. And I asked her the other day, I said, so do you still want to be into acting? She goes, listen, I'll get in front of the cam- camera if I can't find somebody to take my space, but like, even she's really excited, <laughs> you know, because people like Ava DuVernay and, like, you know, other um, she directors. Sees a lot of, she sees a lot of Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, she sees all these people going mm-hmm. before her, and she's like, oh, yeah, I can do that, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, y'all Which pray is amazing for me that I drop my has... baby off at college. So, y'all pray for me after the show is <laughs> over. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. How long is the program? So this program is only two weeks long, but I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, she's like, bye, Mom, bye, you know, get out of here. So is she, now, you said she graduated early. Is she, is she going mm-hmm. to wait a year before doing anything else, or is she planning to go to college? She's going to wait a semester, and then um, okay. in the uh, the spring, She's gonna. Um, she's applying to several uh, film schools. She's just trying to find mm-hmm. uh, the best one. And I, you know, I told her I don't want to. I'm not gonna hold her back. I said if you feel like you need to leave California, if you need to go somewhere else, you know, this is the time to do it now. You know, and I'm really grateful that she is so focused on what she wants to do because Rose, mm-hmm. like my daughter, very smart, like could have been a doctor, like literally. A 4.2 mm-hmm. GPA, you know, loves to negotiate with mom. Could have been a lawyer. Like, you know, but I <laughs> I didn't want to do what, like, my generation of parents did was if you're not a doctor and yeah. you're not a lawyer, you're not successful. And so I really right. gave her the autonomy. So I was like, really look at yourself. What do you like? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And you know, like listen to your listen to yourself. Like listen to pay attention. Like observe yourself. And like that's for anyone. That's how I ended up. Like no, but I want to do beauty. Or like for a parent, you kind of study your kid, and then you can see ah, this is the way they're gonna go. Like when you see kids that are gonna be doctors, you probably knew when they were little that's what they were gonna be. I think sometimes. If I were to shove her into my society expectation for her, I would break her. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And uh, she's been able to intern for um, some film production companies. Um, last year she was able to do that. Um, and so after she did that is when she said, oh, I'm going into filmmaking. And I said, okay, let's. Go for oh, it. Wow. I was like, oh, I didn't even know we were going to be an entertainment family. You know, when she was little, I thought she was going to be a doctor, but I never said anything. I just said, well, you can do whatever you want, you know, but that's right. the mistake that sometimes we make with our kids and even with ourselves. Like, um, I was an education major, and I now I volunteer and I work with kids. I'm probably always going to do that. I didn't think this would be the career path I was going to take. I thought this was my hobby, but I wasn't really gotcha. – examining my myself, I was falling into an expectation of society where you need a nine-to-five and you need to work this job, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't want to do that to her yep. because she'll be wasting time. I don't, want to, I don't want her to waste time. And I even tell her, okay, let's say you do this whole filmmaking thing and you decide this is not what you want. You can switch gears and that's okay too. Gotcha. I think that's amazing. Um, Tell Rose we said congratulations. I think oh, it's amazing. Thank you, I will. Um, tell her I'll produce her first project. Um, okay, let's go. I'm waiting for. 
<laughs> um, but I think it's amazing. And I think your story is awesome. Um, it's just amazing. And it's a lot of things I didn't even know. So it, it, it was, I'm sitting here listening, like just really in tune to everything that you're saying, but I'm so happy about the, the things that you picked up um, from when we met and were, you know, working together. I'm so happy about those things because I know that it's going to take you far and I'm, I'm just waiting to see what's next. Like, I know you should be eventually at some point getting into the union. Um, sounds mm-hmm. like you're, you have some steady work, so I can't wait to hear about that. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for you and I'm excited to, to see your career um, just blossom and grow. So right, congrats thank you. on all of that. Thank you. That means so much. And I really meant what I said in the beginning. Like, I really honor the both of you. To You guys took so much time and poured so much time into me and then trusted me and said, okay, you're us. Go interview people. Go talk to people. You know, people would see your name on my shirt or on my badge, and they'd be like, oh, we love them. Like, you, your, your own character, your own um, spirit of excellence, like, it, it goes before you, and it has gone before you, and it'll continue to open doors, you know, to whatever venue you guys put your hands on. It will definitely be blessed. But, and, you know, I just, anything that, you guys really were part of that foundation for me, and I always, always, always respect and thank you for that. It was our absolute pleasure, for sure. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you so much, Brandy, for finding a room to slide into at UCLA. <laughs> um, <laughs> People keep coming in the room, and I'm giving them the, no, 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 don't come in here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you so much. So glad we could we could make tonight um, happen, um, and hopefully those who are listening listening tonight were inspired by this conversation. It was really good. We thank you so much for being here with us. Okay, thank you again. God bless you all. Bless you too. Have a good night. Okay, you too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you again to Brandice Brockington. We call her Brandy on Instagram. She's known as B. Michelle Beauty. We'll check her out. Um, She has come a really, really long way. Um, I didn't realize, and if I did, maybe I, I don't, I don't think I realized it, but I just did not realize that she, um, when we first met her, she was just moving to California. I had no idea about all of that. So I'm just glad that she hung in there and um, stayed the course and just really continued to um, work at her craft. We really didn't get into hairstyling and nail nail talk, but she's very good at both. Very, very good at both. And so I'm really looking forward to um, seeing her grow and really, really grow in in the beauty industry. Thank you guys. We really appreciate you um, tuning in tonight. It's a great show tonight. Thank you. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be over on Twitter spaces tonight or not. You know how it is on Monday. It's very early um, yeah, very I early to be up at 4 a.m., so I probably won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll try to we'll try to make a Twitter Spaces conversation happen really, really soon. I miss getting on every Sunday night, but we'll try to make one happen really soon. If we can, you know, get some little later call times coming up, we'll we'll do it. But in the meantime, again, we thank you guys for tuning in. We thank you um, for your continued support. Have a wonderful evening, everyone, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.